0: all right and we back y'all we back maintenance man is gone y'all come on back in and sit down i'm gonna give you a few minutes just to get right now because now we're adjusting we should have no interruptions so y'all come on in I got that sandwich, got their coffee got your little pizza, whatever got them kids settled down alrighty, it ain't hard it's not hard for me to pick up where I left off from, cause like I said, Jesus built a fence around me, and he did got that man in and out of here everything done like it's supposed to be, and we moving right along, folks Alright, we on day, just a day of quarantine, so let's just put it like that. We on a, another day of quarantine, and uh, it's Friday, it's May the 1st, again, Happy Fish Fry Friday, it's your girl Dana Dane, and I think we was talking about, you know, uh, class of 2020, we do love you, we wish y'all the best. Um, for those that don't know, if you take a, back, a trip down memory lane, If The class class of 2020 that's actually graduating from high school, these are the same kids that was born, probably. If they were born September to December, they were born during that 9-11 time. Even that next year, you got to remember that these are the 9-11 babies. So, the tragedy is that when they came into this world, the world was tragic. And now that they getting their passports to life, because that's what I call their high school diplomas, you know, is they passport to life, which it is. It's a passport to life. It's the beginning of a new beginning that they don't know. It's the knowing of the unknown that they're going into. Same thing when you get your passport. A lot of times we don't know where we're going or where we're traveling to. You get the passport and you go. And that's what happens whenever... Kids graduate from high school. They get a passport to life. And it's time to get the stamps on it. So, class of 2020, get your stamps on your passport to life. Um, this week has really, 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 really been a um, a trying week, so to speak, for a lot of people. Right now, we're looking at um, the U.S. has 1.1 million cases of COVID-19 we've got 133k that has recovered. We have uh 63,851 dead to COVID-19. We have uh the nursing home accounts for a fifth of the deaths that um COVID-19 has caused. Now, through the week what I have learned is that, you know, People are losing people every day. But this nursing home thing, like, we really, if you've got loved ones that are in nursing homes, now is the time to be checking in on them every day. Make sure you are checking in. Make sure you're checking in on your loved ones, period. Make sure you're checking on our baby boomers. Uh, uh, the baby boomers y'all I, they don't like to be called um, senior citizens 'cause they rather be called baby boomers I guess the senior citizen it must be a little bit older or something but make sure that you check in in on um, your loved ones if they are in these facilities you need to be asking questions questions as such as um, are the workers being tested are those that are being treated in a separate area in this facility than those that are not being treated Uh, make sure you stand in constant contact with the staff the social workers you know because sometimes those people will make themselves unavailable but you need to make sure that somebody you can speak to you know a lot of times the front desk and the social workers are unavailables do don't go in there fooling with the nurses and the cnas now i'm gonna tell you that right now don't go in there fooling with the nurses and the cna because they are not the people that are taking your money they actually are the ones taking care of your loved ones you need to go find them people that's taking your money which would be the people at the front desk the social workers and the people above the nurses and the CNAs. That's where you need to start asking the question. That don't go in these facilities asking the CNA, asking the nurse, absolutely nothing. Let me speak for them. They don't want to hear it. Okay. They already know what's going on. They already know what your loved one doing. If you, I'm going to tell you something too. If you have been one of those relatives or one of those loved ones that go in there and they nurse know you or the CNA know you. Get their phone number. Okay? Or better yet, you should have their phone number. A lot of times, these people will. They are so caring that they'll give you access to them. But you got to be a certain type of person. You can't just think that they're going to give you access granted to them. And you run around their nursing home acting like a fool whenever you can't find grandma dress or her bedroom shoes. Like, stop it. That's too much right now. It's too much. So just stay you know in constant contact with um people who are taking care of your loved ones because like i say the nursing homes count for a fifth of the deaths in this coronavirus thing that's a lot y'all so just make sure that um the people who are even coming in contact with your loved ones have on the ppp equipment um find out if they need more ppp equipment at their facility that could be a problem like we just don't know and during this particular time if you can be a helper to them where your loved one is do the best that you can don't be a hinder be a helper to them people because they don't need the extra right now i'm just telling you don't don't shoot the messenger i told y'all don't send me no inboxes and all that extra because i'm not into it so we're gonna move right along Um, as we know, Georgia opened up, and South Carolina opened up, North Carolina is scheduled to open up on the 8th, and, um, you know, you got all these little protesting people. Downtown Raleigh, right now, as we speak, more than likely, um, and people just really just don't understand it. So whenever they said that the little leader girl, I forgot what her name was. Um I forgot what her name was. I don't even see it in here. Well, anyway, they was downtown protesting and sure enough she caught the coronavirus. But hey, it's okay. It's okay. We all, sometimes, whenever we don't listen or we think that we bigger than what it is, you can be sat down, too. So, yeah, just keep in mind now, I understand that, you know, right now it is it's a, it's a pressuring time. Economic-wise, let's talk about economic-wise. Then we'll go to our local news and hometown news and entertainment, y'all. But let's just kind of get, you know, some of these hardships and things that we need to talk about off the table and one of them is um the economic hardship that we all have encountered right now is it's hitting everybody across the board at this point we all on the same plan feel economically wise so with that being said these stimulus checks these stimulus packets this care act Make sure that if you don't know, somebody in your circle knows how to help you get to the next level. As far as I know, right now, we are at a 20% unemployment rate. You're talking about 26.5 million people constantly applying for unemployment. Now, the problem is, is that people are applying, but you got people who have been out of work, such as myself, and a lot of my colleagues and, you know, we've been out, even, you know, with dental hygienists, like a lot, some of us have been out of work. And I know that with the dentist offices, it's something totally different because some of these dentists have money. They can pay their people. Some of them don't. And that's not my, that's not my problem either. But I'm talking about far as like um this pandemic, UI benefits that they offer through the federal government program they've got three different programs here's the thing is what i found out there's a breakdown there's three different lines three different programs and everybody's not going to fit into the same category like literally your barbers and stylists are in one group but your restaurant workers are in another group you've got um dentist hygienists dental hygienist people who are in a different But there's three different lines of this unemployment thing. It is. It's really confusing. What I have found is that coast to coast, everybody is still in the waiting period. So the only thing we holding on to is hope right now. And that's everybody. We holding on to a little hope. Um, I know tensions probably might be running high in the home. Some of them might be running high at other people's workplaces. But just know that the atmosphere and the shift in the air is changing and it's going to be for the better of your good. That's what I have to keep telling myself because from the 22nd of March and I am at the 1st of May. and I ain't work, but I ain't. I, listen, I thank God I ain't doing bad. I got my spouse. He, he's working. Mr. Telephone Man is, is okay and um, we've managed to make it. And a lot of us have don't get to that wits end about, you know, what you're going to do, you know, because right now it is. It's almost like we idle hands. and Like when we going back to work, how long is this going to take? But we still in the waiting period. So we just going to have to wait it out. I know it's hard. I've seen some of the um, I don't know if I want to call it stupidity. I don't know if I want to call it nonsense or just plain right down bullshit. But Matt Myers and Apex, you knew better than to go and open your tattoo parlor. I don't know what you were thinking about whenever you did that. And my whole thing is that you have to really, and and maybe you got money like that. Obviously, you do. You got the money like that, that you could afford to go open your place during a pandemic for services, knowing good and well you were not supposed to, and then you get arrested. So, now you got not only a charge on your record, but you got to pay the fine. Oh, yeah. That board, the tattoo board, they just like any other board. They using needles. They're in close contact. So, you were not supposed to, to be doing tattoos during this time. And it's not funny, but my whole thing is that sit yourself down and really think about it. And you got to know that it ain't worth it. Because at this point, you really could lose your artist's license. You really could be in a predicament where you can't do tattoos at all. Same thing. There was a girl, I think she's in Roxborough, who decided that I'm going to open up my hair salon. and I've got to listen. Open it up. And just as sure as you open it up, the North Carolina State Board is going to show up. They are not playing at this point. It's that serious to the point where there was a situation in the state right here where, you know, basically eh, this girl defied the rules. You defied the rules. Actually, they set her up. Okay. Somebody called or inboxed her. Big money. Need my hair done. She says, okay. They get her house. And it's not. It's not. It's a girl. Yeah, it's a girl there. But. This girl pretty much is a, you know, she working for the state board. She's an agent. And they come in there with their little, uh, what they say, uh, iPad. Put a license on suspension right there in the iPad. You know everything technology now. Like, you don't even have to fill out no paperwork no more to do stuff like this. Give her a Listen. They tell her, look. Here is a copy of the warrant. Here's your paperwork. State board will be in contact with you later. That's a weary feeling because, first of all, you already knew it was Class B misdemeanor if you decided that you was going to go in anyway. So just really, really wait. Listen, ain't nobody, everybody on the same playing field. We have said that. You don't have no more money than I do. Even if you got a job right now, you're still suffering in some state. Whether it's your state of mind, your state of being, or your financial state, something is going to suffer right now if you're a real human being person. So, don't make harsh decisions based on feeling and emotion you gotta learn to take your feelings and emotions out of things people because if you don't it will have you boggled up high blood pressure stressed out and making stupid decisions and i really think that um the decisions that people are making under mandates and then when you get off to get on tv and talk about it then you got on tv it's the whole thing y'all let's just chill out you know like i say there's hope after all we have hope and if you got hope, and like I say, some of y'all find your higher power to believe in, you'll be just fine. We'll be just fine. It's hard. It's hard out here for a pimp, as they say. All right. So, um, in local news, like I say, it's a lot, lot, lot going on this week. First of all, special um acknowledgement to a couple of people who have lost loved ones this week our hearts and prayers are with you Mandelius um, I love you man I'm so so sorry to hear about your sister his sister was um, Miss Angie Lee 47 year old Uh, earlier this week a woman's remains was found in the back of her car in Edgecombe County but she actually is from Wake County and um she's actually a friend of our family because she went to school with several of my first and second cousins and you know she's always been a friend of our family more than welcome and her brother is too I went to school with her brother and um you know it was just so so heartbreaking to hear this to find that it was her that was actually in the trunk of the car that they found. It was her car. How they um stopped a guy. A state trooper stopped a guy by the name of Lance Gordon. He actually it's got him listed as being from Holly Springs, North Carolina. And um he was arrested in Edgecombe County with the car for um he had a warrant out, but you know, they called to tell her that her car was in Edgecombe county, and um they couldn't get in touch with her Finally, they got a a um a warrant executed a warrant for the a search warrant for the car in her home and it was there in the back of the car in Edgecombe county that they found her remains so to her family, her friends, keep your head up um we're gonna make sure y'all that we follow this story I found this this young man he's got some issues i mean um this wasn't his first run-in with the law i actually got a hit back that some years ago he was um got involved in something that he had to register as a sex offender so the guy this young man already had issues but you know he I'm not, he wasn't a bad, he couldn't have been a bad guy because, uh, they, he sings, they say he writes music, teaches Spanish and piano lessons, but, you know, like I say, he was a registered sex offender, and, um, you just de- never know what people's mind frame in. and nobody, nobody's family member deserves to be hurt in such a manner, so, we love you all, you know keep each other lifted up and like I say we'll revisit that in the in the weeks to come because we definitely want justice to be served for her case um after miss um Ashley miss Mimi Ross from the uh little house or the little Many housewives of Atlanta no that ain't little women of Atlanta that's what it is oh god did I say mini housewives of Atlanta pardon me. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's actually called The Little Women of Atlanta. God, God. Miss Ashley Rose, 34 years old. God bless her and her family. She actually was hit by a car Monday, 34 years old. It actually was a hit and run accident and she did she died from a result from the results of her injury so r.i.p little miss mimi ross um like i say we'll definitely keep the cast and the crew and miss juicy baby up in prayer y'all ricky smiley we love y'all so y'all just you know make sure that you're looking where you're going when you cross the street and um just move real easy, cause people will hit you and and leave you there. So moving right along, like I say, we ain't gonna. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like I say, we did have some other people that had lost some loved ones. So guess what? They didn't give me the list. Of, all right. So now let's get into. Um, I was reading something and I found this very interesting that people in the southern states, of course, we know in the southern states you got southern hospitality. So just give it a whim and a run because I think we here in North Carolina have the best southern hospitality. Hey, girl. I really think we do. But folks seem to say that Tennessee has better southern hospitality than we do so which southern state to you has the best hospitality like i said of course i feel like it's nc but other people are saying differently y'all we can't let these people outshine us birthday shout outs tristan branch happy birthday jay rose happy Happy Birthday! Candy Wiggins! Happy Birthday! We wish all of you all a happy born day. Many, many more. And keep on pressing your way. That's our birthday list. Let me see. Now, oh, okay. Topic of discussion. Um, people, you know, uh oh! What did I say? A lot of people are in their feelings at this time. A lot of people are emotionally and mentally drained right now. But here's what I don't want you to do: don't drain other people with your um. Debbie down a spirit, or you dip debbie down and don't, 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 don't drag other people down with your spirit. Find you a uh, community church to go to, find you somebody to listen to. Big shout out, as a matter of fact, to Loving Word Baptist Church over off of Crosslink. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for my Mother's Day card. I do believe. Pastor Rev. George Hinton, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And um, actually, right now, they, um, I'm reading something, y'all. They actually um, are doing teleconference every Sunday also. So thank you, thank you, thank you. There's a lot of churches that are doing um, teleconference, so... If you want that information or the access code, send me an email and I'll make sure that I get the information out to you. I also look, y'all. y'all saw with Mark Cuban. What do y'all think about Mark Cuban being on Trump's economic team right now? Like I said, today, you know, today, like I say, I'm all, I'm kind of all over the place, but there's a lot. There's so much going on in the world today. I just can't follow. it. Y'all know I don't follow. Y'all know they get, they get the script. They start working on it on Sunday, and by Friday it be full of stuff. But by the time twelve o'clock hit, I'd be done. I'd be just like Donald Trump, be done scratch through stuff and decided I'm not gonna do this, and that's not what I want to talk about. So, in some aspects, yeah, I guess I do have president qualities, huh? All right, so Mark Cuban on this economic thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I trust that. What do y'all think? Right now, it is economically, economic is about, economics right now is about who you can trust. And right now, I'm not trusting too many people because Mark Cuban should have been one to tell the L.A. Lakers that you didn't need that money. But you didn't. How you be on the economic team and know these people that are cash cows. This is the way I really feel. I feel like this was a moment that, because some people are not going to give that money back. Y'all know that, right? Some of these big corporations are just not. Some of them are so smart that they done figured out a way already that by the time they called, they was like, oh, the, way the money's spent. Oh, yeah. you. Can, oh, yeah, it happened. So, like I say, right now, economically, it's about who you can trust. And the team that he's developed to me, it almost seems like everybody is there for their own best interest or a business that they're affiliated with. So what I what I'm really trying to say that it was one of those things like this is all. Uh oh, I don't even. We're not going. I don't call me about no conspiracy theories. Don't call me about my conspiracy theories. This is what I think. I don't listen. This is what I think. I don't ask nobody to think for me. I don't ask nobody to help me think. This is what I think. This is my personal thinking cap. I don't care what yours say. But my personal thinking cap says that everybody that's part of Trump's team or affiliated with his team is going to have deep pockets. And when November comes, they ain't going to care who gets elected. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Now put your thinking cap on. Now put your thinking cap on. With 26.5 million people unemployed. 20% of the people that live in the USA. Land of the free home of the so-called break Trash dump is what we really getting ready to be. Yeah, I said it. I said it. All them people... With coronavirus downtown, they ain't doing nothing but spreading the plague. They know they half of one in five people have coronavirus and don't even know they got it. So if you sitting somewhere right now and there's five people around you, ain't nobody sneezing, ain't nobody coughing, ain't nobody got no fever, or nothing, right? Yeah, one in five people have coronavirus and don't even know they got it, or either what they call it, they asymptomatic. Asymptomatic mean you got it or you done had it. Stop playing with me. That's what asymptomatic mean. And I ain't no doctor either, but listen, sounds feasible. If it's asymptomatic, what did that mean? Mean, hey, you could have a symptom? Like, what does that mean? Either you got it or you don't. Either you done had it or you haven't. Simple as that. So, like I said, tonight on the nightcap, I ain't going to hold y'all long. My, my time is about up here. Tonight on the nightcap, we're going to um, visit turmoil in the relationship. Things that cause traumatic or trauma to a spouse, but not physically trauma. Uh, Not so much as um, an emotional traumatizing type. You know situation, like I've got people that are calling me and 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 you know nobody in particular, but they have been emotionally traumatized by their spouse me- listen, men and women, like literally one couple called one day and the other one didn't even know that the other one had called me or whatever you know what I mean, but all at the same time, both of them actually are. Um, emotionally traumatized from between coronavirus and the spire of events in life. They've been emotionally traumatized. And and trying to work through the emotional traumatization is what we're going to talk about. Now. I don't know how I'm going to do it because y'all know I ain't no counselor or nothing. But my best advice to some of y'all people is to find a Bible and read it. And I know that we say, everybody say, why is the Bible going here? Well, listen, if nothing else, it'll get your mind off what you're thinking about doing to your spouse or anybody else. Like, it will, get, it will definitely get your mind off of that. It'll take you to a different place. And sometimes that's where you need to be at. You need to be in a different state of mind. And if you don't get to a different state of mind fast enough, listen, things can transpire. You'll find yourself spiraling out of control. You'll find your whole life spiraling out of control. So, you know, we want. I want to talk. Listen, I don't even know how I'm going to do it, but it's going to work. It's going to work all out because... There's a there's a lot of going and it ain't that people don't love each other. It's not that they don't care about each other. It's just that they don't know how to deal with the emotional traumatizing that's been going on. A lot of times emotional traumatizes that, you know, an accident might happen and it changed the whole scenery for everybody or uh, somebody end up having, you know, a mental breakdown and it changes the whole scene and the setting for everybody in the home. Even such as a car accident and being one less car in the home, it can be traumatizing. Especially if the spouse say, "Hey, well, it, the accident was your fault. You the one wrecked that car. That was your car. You wrecked." It's like, wait, wait a minute. Now are we in this together or what? So um, that'll be that's that's the nightcap tonight. So stay tuned for that later on right now i'm gonna I'm a kind of get this i'm wrapping it up I'm wrapping it up i know i know my time is running short y'all got to go and um check back in with your bosses and and make sure that um that person is still on hold that you left on hold oh i know what i was gonna talk about oh let's go to the kids how are your kids doing let's go to the kids corner right now um again we're not gonna let the kids were us we're not gonna let the schools were us take every day in stride enjoy your children so um Jarrell's got a, a friend and the friend has autism and um last year we went to a birthday party for this friend And when we got there, the little boy ran up to Jarell and he was like, hey, I'm so glad to see you. He was like, I'm so glad you gave me that pass. Jarell was looking at him and he was like, what are you talking about? He was like, you gave me a pass to say the N word. Yeah. Yeah. Mind you, y'all, that was last year this time because the little boy's birthday is in May. And me being the parent that I am, I had not, I hadn't reached out. (laughs) I didn't call back. When the mama called, I haven't responded to any text that the mom sent. <laughs> Nothing. So last week, y'all know how I am about people showing up at my door. Last week, I'm like, is somebody at our door? <laughs> and I was like, ain't nobody at my door because I ain't expecting nobody. Ain't nobody calling and said could here it go again and anybody that's been in my house know I got a great little big dog outside and um but she won't really going in she won't going crazy or nothing so when I got outside I see the little boy and his mama standing there <laughs> Never mind you like I said I ain't talked to these people we ain't heard from these people since the last birthday party cause I refuse to let my son be subject to that kind of stuff like how Dare you tell how dare your kid tell mine? And if you know Jareel, you know that ain't even so Jarel was you know, like I said, Jireel was quite puzzled, but Jarel's a kid, so Jarrell, you know, like, whatever, like I ain't do I ain't gave you no pass. Go on with that whatever you're talking, like, go ahead, come on, we're going ahead and watch Pikachu. So when she got in the yard, of course she asked, she said, Well is your phone number still the same? I said, Well, yeah it's still the same, I've been offline, <laughs> but it's still the same, she said, well, you know, we miss Jarrell, and we miss him coming around, and, you know, maybe we could do some, and they do, they live in the neighborhood, too, but, you know, she's like, maybe we could do some bike rides, and da-da-da-da-da, and in my mind, I'm like, girl, I am not fooling with you, or this kid. Because of the simple fact that you never came back and ra- made it right with me or my kid from this kid's birthday party, so I didn't have no more words for you. But because it is coronavirus, and my kid did, he lit up like a firecracker to see somebody else his age come through. Was it was it was it was a nice thing. So I we stood out and social distance in the yard for about you know fifteen twenty minutes and. Uh, During this particular time, you know, this is what got me because supposedly the little boy got autism. I think he just need a ass whipping, but, you know, that ain't my call. So, um, so, and, and she's got another son, the older son has got both of them. All the kids got autism, but at this point, y'all, I don't even think it's the kids. I think it's her because then she had the audacity to tell me that the older son, you know, had to be moved to a private school. And it was because that, you know, he had this boy, and the boy said he was his friend, and, you know, um, but the boy gave um, him a piece of paper that says, this is a password, this is a a pass to say the N-word. Exactly. Same thing your little year old told my kid last year at his birthday party is the same thing that you tell so i didn't know if it was a situation where she was trying to put it off because obviously in the back of her mind she know or feel like oh, i'm still thinking about that which i am but i ain't even worried because like i say, they're kids and, and 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 if he come to my house i'm not gonna treat him any differently he done been over here before he done been out to eat with us this like i say this kid need an ass whooping because the, the way he act with me in my family, it's not how he act with his mama or at the schoolhouse. Like, literally, I have been to the schoolhouse, and he up there showing out, and I go in there and say, hey, if you don't get somewhere and sit down until your mama come, you ain't coming to my house no more. Simple as that. <laughs> like, okay, Miss Dana, I'll see you later. Yeah, but if these people in here tell me you cutting up, you ain't coming to my house. Okay, okay. I mean, so, you know, that's why. So, the fact that she... <laughs> Brought up the past for the N-word again. I still don't have too much for y'all. I don't have too much for I don't have too much for The other day, like I said, this little kid, I think she's starting to realize that because the other day, guess what she did? That's right. She sent the kid over here without her. I said, well, will you look at this? She's learning. I can deal with your kids' shenanigans, but I'm not going to deal with grown people's shenanigans. Okay? I'm not. So, that was my uh, comic relief. Like I say, y'all tune in tonight for um, the night camp. Stay positive. Stay prayed up. Make sure you check in on your senior citizens. Oh, make sure y'all check in. Like I say, the senior citizens, the baby boomers, and check in with your bill collectors, too. They ain't going away. Shit. Had them people calling your house and you could have called them and told them you ain't got it. What? I mean, what's the worst that could happen right now? If you ain't got it, you ain't got it. Again, it's your girl, Dana Dane, and it's Fish Fry Friday. And I love y'all. Mean it. Wish you well. Have a great weekend and I'll see you back for the nightcap at 1030.